The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Beginning something installs our creation as a beacon that calls us back to it. Starting makes us a homing device, zeroing in on solutions and insights we need, consciously and subconsciously. Solutions and insights, people. That's what we're all about here at the Next Big Idea Daily, solutions and insights. Today's solution and insight comes to us from artist and entrepreneur Becky Blades, author of the book, Start More Than You Can Finish, a creative permission slip to unleash your best ideas. Don't worry if you missed my earlier chats with Becky. You can just jump in right here and come back to those later in your podcast feed or by downloading the Next Big Idea app. But today, today we want to talk about why you need to get going on that project you've been procrastinating on, that short story that's just gathering dust, that business plan that's slowly rotting away in a drawer. Don't worry about whether you'll ever finish it. Just start. Because starting a thing can bring you information, motivation, and all kinds of gifts. Starting something is like a swag bag, says Becky. The act of beginning brings so many benefits, it's a wonder we ever hesitate. It's like getting a gift bag when you leave a fun party. Sure, sometimes you get pens and tacky mouse pads, but you get good stuff too, just for showing up. When we step into the process... The swag bag powers up feel-good benefits of creating. We release happiness chemicals in the brain, endorphins, dopamine, and serotonin, and fire up excitement, focus, and a sense of control. Starting gives us perfectly formed questions, and it gives us answers in context. Say, for example, I want to start a comedy show. I could take six months to learn the comedy industry, research past shows, talk to my relatives, let them tell me I'm crazy, or I could haul off and start a comedy show. I could start booking a venue, and while I'm talking to the club owner, they might ask me questions like, how many people are you expecting? What kind of sound and stage setup do you need? How many performers will you have? Is their material G or X rated? Are you inviting your mom? This is a true story, and these are very real questions. Starting gives us first-hand information. It's a crash course in our own idea. Starting gives us the energy of ignition, the support of accountability, and it gives us something called the Zeigernick effect, a term psychologists use to describe our tendency to remember unfinished activities better than completed ones or unstarted ones. Beginning something installs our creation as a beacon that calls us back to it. Starting makes us a homing device, zeroing in on solutions and insights we need, consciously and subconsciously. We've all experienced it. We're in the shower or on the drive home, and something entirely random on the radio gives us the answer to a problem or a punchline for a joke. That's the Zygernick effect. Research shows that when we trust the power of the start, we get a swag bag of insight, clarity, confidence, momentum, and sometimes we get closer to the finish we want. Research also shows that when we don't start, we don't get anything.
reading your book, it, it almost seemed in a way you were ambivalent about the idea of research in the sense that sometimes research can be a way people delay getting started on something. They just mm. can endlessly think about and research it. But I think you make the point that the research can kind of happen once you've started. That And in fact, once you've started, you automatically start learning things, start finding things out about your idea. And in a way, it's a more powerful kind of research because now you're invested. It's a more directed research. It seems to be a more fun research because you are invested it's not a feasibility study anymore. It's what you know is moving you closer to finishing your idea. So a lot of times we use research to see things like, has anybody done this before? Has, has anybody written a story like this before? And that is such dangerous research. There will always be something that makes you feel like your idea won't be original or it won't be timely. So that pre-starting research, to me, is toxic and a bummer. But the research that you do, once you've decided, I mean, we truly look at our findings differently. Everything is just information to help us refine our idea. And let's say something a little bit more about the Zagarnik effect, which I had not heard of, but I was excited to read about. The idea here is that once you're thinking about something, your brain really engages. If there's something unfinished, your brain keeps coming back to it in a way that maybe it doesn't with a finished or complete project. It's because we have outstanding questions. If we have posed a question and we have installed it in our brain to work on, it's going to do it anyway. So if something is unfinished, uh, number one, it's going to work on it. Number two, it's going to nag us. And that's a horrible thing sometimes. Um, but some people call them attention antennas. And it is a good thing if it's a project that you love and you're making progress on. Our brains don't engage until it's really truly started. And it doesn't disengage until we decide it's finished. So if we've decided that our novel is better off as a short story and we've closed the book on it, we've told our brain, you know, I have enough on this. I can move on to something else. I love this because in general, I think you're making the point that starting is not just a kind of step in a larger process necessarily. It's its own thing, which has its own benefits, its own fun, its own power. and you know, just embracing that start is a pretty satisfying creative experience in and of itself. What we come up with and what we take action on really is the essence of who we are. We all have a lot of ideas, but if we keep them in our head and we don't give them a first step to get out in the world, even enough to tell somebody, that part of our personality is hidden from the rest of the world. Okay, listeners, don't hide from the world. Go get started on that thing. Go get your swag bag. And come back tomorrow to hear a little more of my conversation with Becky Blades. We'll be talking about how to keep the creative process going. Because starting is great. It's the most important thing, really. But then, how do you keep the spark alive? How do you nurture your project along, day by day, until it's a thriving thing in the world? Becky has some ideas on that, and she'll share them with us tomorrow. 
If you can't wait till then, download the Next Big Idea app where all of Becky's ideas can be found alongside those of other great writers on creativity, productivity, and related topics. And search for us on LinkedIn or click the link in the show notes to join our community of starters, thinkers, and doers. I'm Michael Kovnett. See you tomorrow. Thank you.